0: From the Cyber Hub Bunker in studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, gang. Welcome to another episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast. Tuesday, December 19th, 2023. I hope everyone is stress level is lower. And I don't mean that because you know, it's it's a hectic time of year, right? The holidays are extremely stressful in so many ways right end of year you're trying to get all your work done you've also got all the pressure of shopping for the holidays getting ready for christmas family coming in or traveling somewhere if you've got kids then they're you know out of school i think you know today or tomorrow and so you've got to think what are we going to do with the kids during all this time and all of that it's extremely extremely stressful so one i hope you're taking a deep breath just enjoying the ride because life is so short that these little moments make it all so much better. And these are the memories we take with us. And the things we see in our last of, in the last of moments on this planet is those moments with our loved ones. So enjoy them, take the time, breathe in. It's all right. We're practitioners. We know how to handle stress. Take a, take a load off. I've been talking to a lot of people over the last 24 hours. A lot of them are stressed take a load off we have got a busy show for all y'all today a lot of really interesting stories a lot of great ways to help you become a more uh uh, uh, practical practitioner I'll say join me for a coffee cup cheers here got my double espresso this morning whatever you're drinking put it in the show notes and we're live on LinkedIn YouTube X Rumble Facebook Instagram Twitter uh Twitch and so many others coffee cup cheers y'all for all y'all tuning in thank you Go ahead, get started with some data breach news this morning. And uh, due to popular requests, let's go ahead and play this. There is a security breach. Xfinity, the cable provider and one of the largest telecoms in the country, is informing customers that their information may have been compromised in a cyber attack that involved the exploitation of Citrix Bleed. Citrix Bleed, is CVE 2023-4966, so it's a critical vulnerability affecting NetScaler ADC and gateway appliances, malicious sectors can exploit the flaw to hijack sessions, which could give them access to targeted organizations. Patches were announced nearly two months ago on October 10th. The vulnerability has been exploited as a zero day since at least August. Mass exploitation of Citrix bleed, sorry, was underway a few weeks after the patch was announced and reports started emerging of its use in attacks aimed at major companies. In Xfinity's case, the telecom and smart home solution provider said it promptly patched and mitigated the vulnerability within its system what's promptly however discovered on october 25th during a routine exercise that Citrix bleed had been exploited against the systems with attackers having access between october 16th and 19th so that lets you know that they patched it after the 19th potentially they were doing some sort of routine uh, ioc uh, I, ioc and, and 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 ttp type of exercise What are we seeing out there? How are threat actors uh, taking advantage of Citrix bleed? Citrix bleed, I'm sorry. And does this exist in our environment? They probably did. And then they saw the activity between the October 16th and 19th. So patch was released on the 10th. They likely patched it between the 20th to the 25th in that time frame. So about 10 days, that's not bad, right? For a company the size of Xfinity to be able to do a patch like that, you probably it takes you about two to three days to test it and then another time to get it through change management get it scheduled get it patched up right even if it's a zero day 10 days not too shabby i think you know that's if they did it on the 20th and not too shabby they did it the 24th again not too shabby two weeks later obviously would like to do it within 24 hours but if you don't understand enterprise architecture if you don't understand enterprise infrastructure um, you can't just take systems offline to patch them sometimes there's you've got to get buy-in from the business, you've got to get everyone lined up, you've got to have a window to do it. And there's things scheduled that could also be critical to the business functionality. There's a lot of mitigating factors. So, well, I know some of the comments here are gonna be well, if they only you don't know. Um, this isn't a bad response time, by the way. And it took them six days to get in there and and and, and do this. So nonetheless, it just but but by the way, this is a great story to kind of talk about it within your organization, like. Look what happened here. This is why we should potentially be looking at these zero days a lot differently. Information like name, contact details, date of birth, the last four digits of the social security number. And security questions and answers may have been stolen, although that's not confirmed yet. Xfinity is notifying customers, requiring them to reset their password. The company is also advising them to ensure that MFA is enabled on their account. Um, so we'll see how this pans out in another attack on VF Corp which owns some of the largest apparel and footwear brands brands like North Face, Timberland, um Vans and some in Dickies and so many others. Uh, VF Corp a company that owns and operates these guys have reported that they've been hit by a ransomware attack that included the theft of sensitive corporate and personal data. The company has not provided details on the stolen data or whether third-party customer data was exposed. They're working on to bring the impacted portions of its i t systems back online and implement workarounds for certain offline operations with the aim of reducing disruption to its ability to serve its retail and brand e-commerce consumers and wholesale customers at the most sensitive time of the year, by the way. And here's one thing and 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 if systems, if you're not doing this, if you're not a if you're a practitioner that reports to the board or you report to someone in business and you're a publicly traded company, They're going to do a ransomware attack at the worst time right now, Christmas time, when people are really shopping, especially with the kind of economy we've had. We know that sales are down in so many places. We know that people aren't spending the same amount of money as they did in years past because of the current economic situation in the country. If they're going to go after your stock, they know that that's going to impact it. And they might have already had a short order in there. We saw Hamas do that on October 7th against the Israeli stock market. Where some people were aware of the fact that a Hamas attack was coming and started shorting the Israeli stock market, which at the time was booming, right? Um, uh, preparing for this October 7th attack. And we know that because they were actually planning to do it in April. And if y'all remember in April of this year, I was in Israel with my family. This October 7th attack was actually scheduled for April while we were in Israel. It just so happened that the IDF got some intel, beefed up their defenses. And nothing happened, so they pushed it out to October. But even in April, they were already shorting the stock. And so one way to know if you're about to face any sort of attack is look at how many shorter orders are on your stock. I guarantee you someone is shorting these guys. I guarantee it. They're hoping that this is what happens. The Denver, Colorado-based company noted that the full-scope nature and impact of the incident is not yet known. And cautioned that it's reasonably Likely to continue to have material impact on business operations until they're fully recovered. VF Corporation is one of the largest apparel, footwear, and accessory companies. sells products in over 100 countries. They have a revenue about 11.6 billion with 35,000 employees around the world and 1,200 owned retail stores. Shares of the company are trading down 9%. Again, they short the stock, so even if you don't pay them, they're making money. Pay attention, y'all. The SEC instead of making useless rules should be investigating this because this my friends is how you catch the bad guys Mr Cooper is now notifying that 14.7 million customers were impacted by the recent cyber attack that was identified on October 31st they're now uh, coming out with the number of customers and former customers that may have been impacted with because of the cyber attack on Mr Cooper one of the largest mortgage companies in the country in a letter submitted Two impacted individuals, a copy of which was submitted to the main attorney general's office. They say that the compromised information includes names, addresses, date of birth, phone numbers, social security numbers, and bank account numbers. Now, that one is significant, folks. Bank account numbers. That's your data. So there's a few things you want to do there. You either want to close your bank account, reopen it. Some banks, by the way, have security in place if you notify them, meaning if you call them and let them know, bigger banks specifically also a lot of the smaller banks do this because they don't want to get they don't want to take the financial hit on the fraud you can say i've haven't authorized any new achs any new ach that comes in you can essentially lock it down to no new achs in the next 90 120 150 days kind of take time i personally would shut down my account and open a new one and get a new account number simply because you don't want your old account number out there They will try to do uh pulls out of those we've seen that fraud happen before in my 15 years in financial services i can tell you very very common people go well how do i protect my bank account you switch bank accounts it's a pain in the tail i know uh for 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 many folks but some banks make it really easy on their customers because they have the right technology in play talk to your bank if you're one of the victims of this specific cyber attack the FBI's warning about the Play ransomware striking around 300 organizations. These guys are known for a double extortion model, encrypting systems after exfiltrating data, uh, impacting a wide range of businesses and critical infrastructure organizations in North America, South America, Europe, and Australia, according to authorities. Play emerged in 2022. They're exploiting security flaws in Microsoft Exchange servers (CVEs 2022-41040, 410082) or Fortinet appliances. 2018-13379-er, and 2020-12812. And it's worth pointing out that the ransomware attacks are increasingly exploiting vulnerabilities rather than using phishing emails as an initial infection vector. Uh, Jumping from nearly zero in the second half to almost a third of the first half of 2023, according to Corvus, the cybersecurity insurance firm. And these guys have firsthand knowledge of what we see out there. So uh, I take what they have to say. Really. Uh, more than anyone else's Uh, ransomware attacks are orchestrated by group by these groups are characterized by the use of public and bespoke tools like AdFind to run ad queries uh, jimmer uh, io io bit and power tool to disable uh, edr and antivirus software and they use grispa to enumerate network information for collecting information about backup software and remote administration tools on the machines they also use cobalt strike system bc and mimikatz for post exploitation so This alert coming from the FBI is updating a bulletin on the group, which is known to do this kind of stuff. And so um, keep an eye out for them and check out this alert. Microsoft is discovering critical RCE flaw in the Perforce Helix core servers. Four vulnerabilities, one of which is critical, has been discovered in the PreForce Helix core server, a source code management platform widely used in gaming, government, military, and technology. Microsoft analysts discovered a flaw during a security review of the product, which the company's game development studios use, and responsibly reported them to PreForce in August of 2023. Uh, four different CVEs have been issued. The highest one is CVE 2023-45849er with a CVSS score of 9.8. It's an unauthenticated remote code execution as local systems. The other CVEs all 2023-5759er, 35767, 45319er. Two of those, the latter two are unauthenticated DDoS uh, via remote command, and the other one is an unauthenticated DDoS via RPC header abuse. The most dangerous of these, obviously, is CVE twenty twenty three four five eight four nine er, and it allows unauthenticated attackers to to execute code from local systems, a high privileged Windows OS account reserved for system functions. This uh, account level uh, can access local resources, system files, modify registries, and a whole lot more the vulnerability arises from the server's mishandling of the user bg task rpc command in its default configuration so there's that protection recommendations apart from downloading the newest software version is updating uh, third-party software restrict access using vpn or ip allow list use tls certificates with a proxy for user validation log all access to the pre server set up crash alerts for it and security team and use network segmentation That's all coming from there. Iranian attackers are uh, using Muddy Sea to go in telecom across Africa. The semantic Threat Hunter team part of Broadcom is tracking the activity under the name Seed Worm, which is tracked under the monikers of Mango Sandstorm or formerly Mercury or Static Kitty, Static Kitten because kittens are Iranians. This activity has been active since at least 2017. Muddy Water is assessed to be affiliated with Iran's Ministry of Intelligence and security, they primarily single out entities in the Middle East, but these attacks are actually in Africa. And the latest set of intrusions took place in November of this year. Have been found to rely on simple help and Venom proxy alongside a custom keylogger and other publicly available tools. Attack chains managed by the groups have a track record of weaponizing phishing emails and known vulnerabilities. These guys typically operate in the espionage space on behalf of the Iranians as they have their eyes now on causing a lot of unrest in uh Africa especially in Sudan uh, while everyone's eyes are on Israel and Gaza right now there's uh th- they're forgetting a lot of other things including what's happening in the Russia and the Ukraine uh, and, and a bunch of explosions happening in Iran yesterday um, multiple explosions one at their uh space facility essentially the rocket facility in the middle of Tehran um, that one is significant so you're seeing a lot of different things happening in iran um in iran still getting a lot of money biden just gave him just last month an additional 10 billion dollars so they're using that money to really cause unrest strategically we see that with what they're doing with the houthi rebels that are backed by iran and supplied by iran um in yemen and in the red sea disrupting maritime commerce essentially there specifically and then what we're seeing in Africa, in Sudan right now, in Ethiopia, and Somalia, that's all related to Iran, y'all, and that all has, has impact. So if you're trying to connect the dots, that's how you connect those dots. And our final story of the day, Checkpoint Software is in an SEC settlement talks in connection with a SolarWinds probe. This is related to the uh, Orion hack uh, in 2020. Apparently, Checkpoint said it had cooperated with the SEC inquiries related to the SolarWinds Orion vulnerability. According to a December 5th filing with the SEC, Checkpoint voluntarily provided documents and other information advising the agency of its access to its software. The company said they had limited testing environment, didn't have access to sensitive data, customer information, code, or anything else. The company isn't talks about whether this should have been disclosed in their annual report. Any payment it may need to make under the agreement is not expected to have any sort of material impact. According to the company, the agency in October, which filed charges against SolarWinds, CISO, Tim, brown who was the vp of security in 2020 alleging that they had misled investors about the company's capabilities the sec has previously sent a wells notice to solarwinds in connection with the investigation checkpoint said that any payment to the sec would not have any material impact on their financial results operation or condition the spokesperson for checkpoint declined to elaborate on the disclosures said that the talks may may or may not result in a settlement the company is also saying that there's no guarantee, but it's actually very fascinating to see this because why is Checkpoint under investigation by the SEC? Are is the SEC thinking that Checkpoint knew or is hiding data from their investigation? Um, that's going to be very very interesting, and that's going to have broader impact on a lot of cybersecurity partners in uh, in the globe as they watch this. This one flying under the radar, but has critical impact on what the SEC is investigating checkpoint for and what the discussions are and what that's going to look like. That's it for our show this morning. We'll be back with a whole lot more tomorrow right here live at 9 a.m. Eastern with all the latest and greatest. Thank you for tuning in. And most importantly, stay cyber safe. We love feedback, so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.